You're listening to The Daily Dash with Morgan Van Dalwick. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of The Daily Dash. I'm so honored that you guys are joining me for a second episode. Today, our little Daily Dash is going to be about empowerment. And I think that this episode could be very powerful if you let it be. What I want to talk to you about today and remind you of is that you are in control. You are in control of your life. When you start to accept that you are in control, that is when your life can truly begin unfolding for you. And once you accept that, it's really liberating. When we stop enslaving ourselves to our circumstances or our stories, we can release the death grip on the belief that life is happening to us instead of for us. Do you know what I mean by that when I say that life can be happening for us? That life is happening for us? Life will grant you whatever you want to create, truly. And I know so many people are rolling their eyes at that right now or are feeling resistance bubble up. But think about this. Wherever you are right now in your life, whatever career you're in or house you live in or car you drive, you created that reality for yourself. You generated that. It was your actions, your decisions, your money, your energy, your effort that created your current life. And when you can start to accept responsibility for your life and subsequently surrender to the notion that life can happen for you, and it doesn't just happen to you, the world is your oyster. We get really good at telling ourselves stories of how life is, and then we look for all the evidence that supports our stories. We all have different stories that we tell ourselves. Maybe one or several of these sound familiar. Something like, I can't start a business, or I can never be wealthy. I wish I could have a car like that. I'll never be able to lose weight. I can't hold down a steady job. I mean, these are just a couple examples, right? The very first step that we all have to embrace and start practicing on a daily basis is awareness. You have to become aware of what your limiting beliefs are so that you can begin to shift the narrative of your own life. And that's truly where it starts. Believe that you can do things and you will. So you have to change your thinking first and then the evidence will appear. A lot of times when we get stuck in these loops, these negative belief cycles, these limiting belief cycles, we look for evidence first that life isn't that way. But it doesn't work like that. We form our beliefs in several ways. So you either inherit a belief system that your parents or guardian had as you were growing up. The second way is that you develop a belief based on an experience or experiences that you've had. And the third way is that you choose a belief. So let's break this down. I'll give some examples. One that your parents may have had or your guardian may have had as you grew up might be something along the lines of this. Money doesn't grow on trees, i.e. you grew up being told over and over and over again that it's hard to make money. So as you entered adulthood, you never questioned that narrative because that's just what we grew up thinking. So as an adult, you might be subconsciously seeking jobs that make money hard to come by. Therefore, creating more evidence that money is hard to make. And the money is just one example. This can be 
so many different things. So the other example of a belief that you developed from an experience or experiences is something along the lines of this. Perhaps you finally opened yourself up to dating and the first three dates that you went on were absolute duds. Really awful dates. Really bad. So now you have a story that every time you go on a date, it's going to be disappointing. It's going to let you down. It's going to be awkward. So you come up with a story that there isn't anyone suitable out there to date. The third option that you create your new beliefs, this would be if you identified an area in your life where your story isn't really serving you anymore, just like the examples I just gave, and now you've become aware of it. So you're going to make a conscious choice to change that story. You became aware of a limiting belief, and then you chose to change it. So how do you know if you have limiting beliefs? Well, here's a secret. We all do. We all have them. Some people, however, have fallen victim to them more than others. The second question is, well, how do I know what my limiting beliefs are? Good indicator of this would be starting phrases with, I always, I should, I wish, I'm trying to, one day. <laughs> These are just a couple examples. Another really great way to figure out what your limiting beliefs are is to do the My Ideal Life workbook, which I know if you've listened to Jess and I on our other podcast, The Dropouts, we've talked about it before. But the reason that it's so powerful is because it does show you where your limiting beliefs are. And it's basically where you visualize your ideal life if you had absolutely no constraints or restrictions that you currently believe that you have, money, relationships, things like that, and you let yourself write out your ideal life. Stream of consciousness, you just start writing. and You literally start from the beginning of your day and you write it through the entire day. Then you go back and you figure out where you had a lot of resistance. Maybe it was, well, I could never afford a house in Colorado, so that's not going to happen. That's a limiting belief. Then you start to break it down. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail in the My Ideal Life workbook because I do think it's a series of short exercises that you can seek out and do, which I do recommend to everybody. So how do we change our stories? How do we change our beliefs? Once you are aware of them, you have to ask yourself, is the belief I currently have serving me? Sometimes our limiting beliefs give us false rewards. So for example, if you went on a date and it was going poorly and you went on another date and it went poorly and you, you have this new belief that there's no suitable people to date, and that's a belief. The false reward of that is now you're not going on dates and you're going to save yourself the emotional exhaustion or the potential of disappointment. It's a false reward. It's a little baby blankie of security that we carry around with us. So we get really good at dragging these crusty, stained, tattered beliefs around with us because it's comfy. It keeps us safe. But in carrying around that limiting belief that has false rewards... We're robbing ourselves of an opportunity. In the example I just gave, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to actually find your soulmate, your twin flame, your you know perfect match, whatever, by shutting yourself up from the opportunity to even try in the first place because you believe there's nobody suitable to date, so why even try? So when you identify your limiting beliefs, this should not be a shame fest. We don't want to create more emotions around the belief system. We want to come at them with neutrality. Is this true? So hold the belief in your hand right in front of you and ask yourself, if I were to believe the opposite of this, could I find evidence for the new truth? So an example, a limiting belief that we might have, money is hard to make. Reframe that belief into a new one. Money comes easily. It is abundant and it's available to all. Can we find evidence for that? Yes. There are many wealthy people in the world. 
Another example of a limiting belief, and I hear this one a lot, especially lately now that I've been dabbling in some clarity calls with people. The limiting belief is, I can't start the business because I don't know what I'm doing. What if the new belief was, I can start a business, and I know a lot of people, and I have a lot of resources to help me? Can you find evidence for your new belief? Yes, everywhere I look is a business that someone started. Those people were all new to business at some point, too. Also, we live in an age where information is literally everywhere. You could pick up your phone and Google anything. You can find forums and information for everything. And you can also find people on the internet who know more than you. You can hire people that know more than you. You can consult with people who know more than you. So, can you start a business? Yes. This is a daily practice. It's going to be a daily awareness. And you will have to ask yourself why you think the things that you want are not possible for yourself. This is why a vision board is really powerful, and that's why the ideal life exercise is really powerful. It's going to bring up your limiting beliefs to the surface so that you can identify them and start working your way through them. There's this really beautiful little quote that I want to wrap up with. It's by Jesse Rittenhouse. I worked for a menial's hire, only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So let's start to ask life for greatness. Let's start to create greatness. What I will leave you with today as you go into this beautiful new day or the next brand new moment is this. Today is a new day. The next moment you're going into is a new moment. You have the choice to leave your limiting beliefs in the past. If your life is lagging in an area and you wish it were different, take note. Start a daily practice of reframing what you think is possible for yourself. Today is a beautiful day for a beautiful day. Your fresh new life can start right now. You can decide that. Thank you for listening. I know, once again, that time is our most precious commodity. And I will remind you of that with every episode. Time is our most precious commodity that we have. I'm honored that you chose to spend some of your time with me. I am truly grateful for that. Find gratitude in where you are and inspiration in where you want to be. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.